0: Hey, Past Perfect listeners, we've got a great interview from one of our sisters in podcasting this week. If you watched Mad TV back in the day or if you're a fan of stand-up comedy, then you've probably heard of Angela Johnson Reyes. Well, she sat down recently with public speaker Kim Gravel to talk about her career in Hollywood. Angela tells the story of her early beginnings as a Raiders cheerleader, her start in stand-up comedy, her breakout character as Bonquiqui on Mad TV, and how a young girl from San Jose somehow found her way through the overwhelming world of entertainment. We'll be back with a new Past Perfect next week. In the meantime, Here's the Kim Gravel Show. Follow the breadcrumbs with Angela Johnson Reyes. Coming up on the Kim Gravel Show. Sometimes the hardest thing to do is just to dream.
1: And then here I was, this little dreamer, this little Mexican girl from Mm. San Jose. And it makes me emotional thinking about like the hunger that I had. I didn't know what I was doing, but I wanted it so bad. Mm. And I would like, oh, how do I do it? I felt. In my spirit, Come in on. my gut, that God was saying, I'm not done yet.
2: This is the Kill Show.
0: Let's just go on and spill the tea. This is one of the realest persons I've ever met. My mission is to encourage every single woman, we're here to lift y'all up. There's no one more effective than moms. You mess with the bull, you gonna get the horns. I need coffee, I need Jesus, and I need therapy. (laughs) (laughs) If you can bring a smile to people's faces, why would you not? True confidence is knowing who you are and why you're here. Hey, y'all, welcome to the Kim Gravel Show. This is a show where we come together and every single episode, we try to help you level up your life, Uh, maybe with a word of encouragement, something we've learned, maybe a guest that we've had on, just anything to help you level up your life. And today, Zach, we have the one and only Angela Johnson Reyes. You want to talk about somebody that's funny from her rooter to her tutor, this is the girl, Angela is she's hilarious. A full package. She's full package. Y'all, she's an hilarious comedian. Her new comedy special is called Say I Won't. Zach,
2: you've got to go watch it if you haven't watched it. I watched it. I, w- I did. Say I did. Because I watched so it. Say you did. It was really good. Say so you did. Isn't it hilarious? And I laughed my butt off. Yeah. I saw it live. You know, I saw her live with this special. I know. When I texted you and I was like, oh, Kim, we've got to watch your comedy special. And we're, like, you know, we're texting about the show. And you were like, no, I don't. I saw it live. I saw it, I it like, live. Mm. And I also have her book. Her book is called Who Do I Think
0: I Am? Who Do I Think I Am? Stories of Chola Wishes and Caviar Dreams. Y'all, when we come back, the one, the only. The Crystal Nail gel Bon Cui, Cui is with us. Angela Johns dreus right after this. All right, we are doing review the reviews it is a segment where we take your reviews and i review how you reviewed the show
2: that's not complicated at all Kim. not at all <laughs> i not review all. your review of um, the show could we have made this more complicated maybe
0: it's kind of fun though <laughs> review the reviews see what people it's are super saying fun. all right
2: all right check it out so um chandra i hope i'm pronouncing okay. that right left us a review um okay fantastic show I stumbled on your podcast through YouTube and have added okay. it to my regular rotation on Apple podcasts. I've also made a decision in May to make changes. I've Good. lost nearly 20 pounds and I yes. haven't done anything drastic to do it. Me either. I can relate to your testimony. Thank you for sharing. Now I need to make some new decisions about other things I have to deal with. Right. Boom. So she, she obviously heard the decision episode. Okay, I'm Everyone is crazy popular. Everyone is like, i i we've gotten so many emails, Kim about people who have made the decision to make made some decision. giant change in their life.
0: It's all you have to do. I, it sounds so ridiculous. Who who I was I was doing I was doing a streaming show today and someone put in there, Kim, I made the decision and I've lost 15, 20 pounds. I think it was like 15 pounds. And I was like, Amazing. it's crazy. It's cr- that we struggle with things for so long, but let's get back to review the review. Um, yep. I give this review a 10 out of 10. 10. I'll tell you why. Yeah. Because <laughs> the whole thing about this podcast is to like, of course, laugh, listen to you know compelling interviews. and But honestly, I want you to have takeaways. I want you to listen and say, I'm going to apply this to my life or I've learned something or I feel better about myself and I'm going to make change. It's not really about what we say or do, Zach. It's, it's who's listening and what you get from it. So I have to say the fact that you've nearly lost 20 pounds and you've done dr- nothing drastic to do it. You've just made the decision. Um, the fact that you stumbled on the podcast through all Zach's you know, promotional efforts on YouTube. Thank you, Zach.
2: The YouTube algorithm, baby.
0: <laughs> it tells me we're doing our jobs. We're doing our jobs. We're doing what yeah. we really
2: set out to do with the podcast. And how many people can say that? You can't really go over five, but like I'll allow it because it's your show. Oh, okay, and well, five like, out like, of five. I don't five. want you to fire me. <laughs> I just don't want. Look, I just don't want to get fired. Okay, like that's it. I just no want problem. To making the no show, problem. Kim. Okay, good. Okay, perfect. All right. Five out, so, out of five. Let me. Let me. <laughs> if you watching this, listening to this, want to leave a review, leave us five star review. Go to our website, KimGraffelShow Drop us your review. Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcasts. Anywhere. Spotify, YouTube, you know, all of it. We want to hear from you and we want to know what you think, so you know we can make the show better. And right. you never know, we might review your review. Okay, I promised you one of the funniest,
0: one of my favorite comedians slash women on the planet, Zach, you know, I've talked about this woman incessantly. I've seen every video she's ever put out. I just went and saw her live the last time she was in Atlanta, like six months ago, I almost around this time last year, I think. She was in Atlanta uh, and came and saw her show. Um, and you guys will remember her. Everybody knows her. She's so famous from her viral nail salon bit and her character Bon Cui, Cui. And I'm just going to leave it with this before I introduce this powerhouse of a woman. I'm going to say this, Crystal nail jail. Angela Johnson Reyes, welcome. Angela Johnson Reyes. <laughs> so play it again, Zach, just so she can hear it. Oh, yeah, one more time. Angela
1: Johnson Reyes. Okay. Is, who is that voice? I need that with me all day long.
2: You do. Throughout life. You do. You really do. We'll send it to you. I'll set it send to you. it to you.
1: I feel yeah. like if I could yeah. have that voice with me every time I walk into a store
0: or something. It. Like, please, everyone, settle down. I have entered the room. Right. Hmm? Right. Girl, I'm. I'm in love with you. I love you. You're like my sister. You don't even know we're best friends, but we are. Love that. Okay, well, you are. Cr- I-, I remember you back from Mad TV. Do you remember those days? I mean, and look, I'm way older than you. I highly doubt that. Um, you're definitely my new best friend. You're definitely <laughs> my new best friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got ten years on you, Sister Sledge. Okay, so listen. I'm a fan. Everybody's a fan. We have to talk about your long career. I've got to take you all the way back to Mad TV. Did did the nail salon come before Mad TV or did Bon Queekweak come before Nail?
1: Nail salon was the first thing. So the beginning of that is um I well, should I just start from the beginning? Of just life start. Just tell just me your it.
2: entire life. All I just want to hear it all. Chapter one, I was born.
1: Yep. Chapter one. Um, so, Bay Area. I'm from San Jose, California. What? I started as a professional cheerleader for the Oakland Raiders. I grew up doing like pop Warner cheerleading, so I had rhythm, right? Okay. But I wasn't okay. a trained dancer with okay. like I didn't know all the technique and all of that kind of stuff. So when I did audition, um, I made it to the second round where we learned oh, wow. to dance. And- mm. So here's this, this director choreographer on stage. And she has one of those like Britney Spears microphones. And she's like, five, six, seven, eight, doing all the choreography. And I'm in a sea of women. There's probably maybe like 300 women left. It started with about 700 and now it's oh about God. 300 women. And we're in this like banquet room at a hotel and she's teaching us choreography. And then at one point she stops the music and she gets off the stage and she like weaves her way through the crowd. And she comes up to me and she says, clearly. You have no dance training, but you have something that cannot be taught. And today, that is the most powerful backhanded compliment I've ever received. I like want to get a tattooed on the <laughs> back of my neck. I totally got exactly what she was saying. Because I was out there just like selling it. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what pirouette means. I don't know when you say point your toe, which toe, like, I don't know what, but I'm just going to go ahead and sell it. I have sass in my face. I'm whipping my hair back and forth. Like, I'm just going to give you all that
0: I got. And I did. And I made the squad. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So you make this cheerleading squad because of your sassafras and you're something special. Yep, that's Right. Uh, Angela, you know, I'm a woman of faith. You're a woman of faith. You talk about that Mm -hmm. freely. So do I wasn't, that's a God thing. That's a God thing, right? 100. Well, so that was a thing. So
1: I prayed about it and I was like, God, okay, listen, I'm using this as my sign from you. If I make the squad, I will pursue the entertainment industry. And if I don't make the squad, show me another way. I'm going to, I'm going to put this dream out of my brain. It's not for me. Um, I'll just, I'm going to go into massage therapy because that's the only other thing that I'm good at. You know what I mean? Like, or I'm going to be like a dog walker because I like dogs. Like, right. I I don't know what else to do. So I make the squad and this was, like I said, this was my sign if I'm going to be in the entertainment industry or not. So I remember being in that banquet room. There's all these hundreds of girls left and they call your number. My number was like 189, I think. And they call your number. If they call your number, that means you made the squad. And I remember the moment that I heard my number being called. My first thought was not, oh my gosh, I'm going to be a cheerleader for the Oakland Raiders. My first thought was, I'm going to be an actress. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I knew it. I knew it right there in that moment. That that was it, and so I I made the squad. We I was voted like rookie of the year because, like Come I on. said, I was giving it all. And we went to the Super Bowl that year. It was against Tampa Bay, and I came home from the Super Bowl and I packed up my room and packed it up into my station wagon, and I drove down to Hollywood the very next weekend after the Super Bowl, and I started from the ground up as
0: an extra on Friends. That was my first job. I know. I read that. I was like, oh my gosh, what was that like? See people, a lot of you got to get, you got to get your book. You got to get the book. You got to get the book. You got to mm-hmm. watch the specials. Mm-hmm. What was that? Because I mean, that's a nice first acting job, girl. Even if it was an extra, that is a very, I mean, that is saying, hey, you know, cause I believe God shows you not, not what he wants you to see, where he wants you to go. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm, he shows mm -hmm. you where you Uh, could be. He's not, he's not a teaser. He's, he's a, he he prepares us. Right. Okay. So what was that like?
1: So, okay. I'll tell you even uh, another little thing, another God, tell me, tell me, tell me, right. So my friend that said, if you come out here, I'll help you get started. She kept her word and she helped me. And so as soon as I got there, She's like, okay, I I need you to go sign up to be an extra. Like that was the thing. You go to Central Casting and you sign up. You say you want to be an extra, right? She said, when you get there, you're going to see a line of people out the door down the block. There's going to be a line of people because everybody wants to be an extra. She said, I want you to don't wait in line. Go to the front window. I want you to bring a tray of cookies and your Raider at Headshot. And when you get there, I want you to ask for Sam. Okay. And you just tell them that you're new in town and you want to be an extra. Don't sign up. Don't wait in line. Just give them that and leave them with your phone number and walk away. I'm like, okay, this sounds real shady. First of all, (laughs) this sounds like some sleazy, (laughs) like what kind of sleazy cookie deal do you got me going down? What am I trading them cookies for?
0: What am I trading those cookies for? You know what I
1: mean? Like, I I ain't like that. Okay. Let's just (laughs) blow our roll. Turns out Um, it's way
2: worse than that, Angela. Yeah, right. In a lot of situations. You got off easy.
1: (laughs) Right. Thankfully, sprinkle cookies just mean sprinkle cookies. And that's Okay, good, good, good. So I get there. She was right lining people at the door. I walk in and this is, we're coming right off the Super Bowl. Okay. And I have my Raiderette headshot and my tray of cookies. And I go in, I ask for Sam. She's like, okay, he'll be right out. And then here comes this guy walking out from like the back offices. And he comes out wearing a Raiders
0: hat. No, he doesn't.
1: Yes. And immediately like I feel my spirit like jumping on the inside. Yep, like I, yep. I I know what's happening. And so I go, Oh, hi. Um, this is for you. I give him the cookies and my Raider at headshot. As soon as he sees it, he's like, Raiders, no way. He's clearly a Raiders fan. We just came off the Super Bowl. He's like, Oh my God, it's incredible. Blah, blah, blah. We talk Super Bowl real quick. And he's like, Okay, leave me with your phone number. I'll call you if I have anything. Two days later, he calls me and he's like, hey, do you want to be an extra on Friends? And I was like, oh, you mean like my favorite show of all time? Yeah,
0: right. The, the yeah. number one show yeah, in the whole entire world. <laughs> right.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I do. Thank you very much. And he's like, okay, you start on Thursday, right? And so I remember walking onto the Warner Brothers Studios lot and I'm driving by all I'm walking by all these sound stages and there's all these different shows that are filming and the trams that are driving by and like people taking a tour of the studio. And then here I was this little dreamer, this little Mexican girl from Mm. San Jose who had that little dream in her heart, but she was like tucking it away. She was embarrassed to even say it out loud because who am I, the audacity to say something Mm. outrageous. Like I want to be an actress one day. And then here I am walking on this lot and I can still smell the sound Mm. stages. It smelled so magical. So brand new. It was like, this is movie magic being made. And here I am and I'm walking on. And I remember walking onto the set. And seeing like uh, the guy's apartment, the girl's apartment, the coffee shop. And this TV show that I've been watching that I've been a huge fan. Of, I'm standing there with them. And it was like, I made it. I, right. my right. career is, this is all I needed. I I made it. I'm sending out the newsletter. Tell wow. all the family members. Here I am. Dreams have come true. And I was just an extra. But to me. I was like taking free class from right. the best actors in the world, the highest paid actors on television at the time. I'm over here taking free class from Jennifer Aniston, Lisa Kudrow, wow. Courtney Cox. And I get to watch them. I get to learn all the lingo. Cause I didn't know what things meant. Like, okay, find your mark. Okay. A camera, B camera. I don't know any of these right. things. Right. I'm just this girl from San Jose who was a at cheerleader. And now here I am just Faking it till I make it. Just like I did in the Raiderate Raid audition. Listen, I don't know any of this technique, but I'm just going to go ahead and give it all I got. Same thing. I don't know any of these words that you're saying, but I'm going to blend in. I'm going to act like I do. I'm going to show up and you're going to think that I've been Ugh. doing this for years, but guess what? It's my first time and you're not going to know it.
0: I love what you said when you said you were dreaming beyond what you saw in your community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What yeah. you got to explain that because to me I believe sometimes the hardest thing to do is just to dream. Sometimes it's the hardest thing mm-hmm. to 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 just imagine things that you've never seen before, and then to watch God mm-hmm. unfold it because that's how good God is, girl. Don't make me get on yes. it because He don't. Yes. If you have the audacity to to uh-huh. throw your fleece out and ask Him to show you, don't think He won't back up what He promises because He will. Mm-hmm. So Mm -hmm. what did you mean by you dreamt beyond what you saw in your community? So kind of
1: what you just said, like, it's hard to have vision Mm -hmm. for something that you've never seen before. Mm -hmm. So like if I if I saw a lot of Latina actresses on TV every day, every show that I watch, I, I could see them and point to them and go, oh, she's like me. I could totally do this, too wow, but we, I didn't see that. I, mm-hmm, the closest mm-hmm. I saw to that, um, like there, there was hardly any, there was, there was no Eva Longoria's at the time, you know, right. there, there oh, was her. N- nobody that I could point to and say, Oh, she's like me. It was Sandra Bullock. She was my, my go-to. She wasn't Latina, but she had brown hair. Yep. She had brown eyes. Yep, She kind of looked like me and I'm like, Oh, okay. I could do that. Right. Right. So in my community, I didn't know of anybody growing up. I didn't know of anybody who was famous. I didn't right. know people who were in TV and commercials and.
0: So it and seems so like far that. away. Seems so far it away. It was, it
1: was for those people. It Got was it. for privileged people. Mm. It was for people who had money or who knew how that's always been a thing with me. Well, I don't know how to do it. Mm. I, ah, I don't know how to write a script. Oh, I don't know how to like be an actress. And I remember when I was in San Jose, this is when, this, okay, I'm about to age myself, girl. The internet was brand new, okay? <laughs> the <laughs> this internet. Is, uh, <laughs> the World Wide Web. Um, yeah. The World Wide Web was oh. a new thing. It was WWL, dial yeah. up.
0: Oh it was my the gosh, podcast. I remember. All of that,
1: right? <laughs> so I go on this brand new internet thing. And I'm trying to look up, like, how do I make a resume for Mm -mm. um, movies, for TV, Mm -hmm. for agencies, Mm -hmm. right? Where is there a talent agent in my area? Like, how do I find a talent agent? And it makes me emotional thinking about, like, the hunger that I had. I didn't know what I was doing, but I wanted it so bad. Mm -hmm. And I would like, oh, how do I do it? And I would call, I would call acting studios and be like, how do I do it? Well, we're $2,000 for it. And I'm like, I don't have that money. No. Like, I'm just this little girl who's wants to be an actress, but is not going to say it out loud because it's embarrassing because I get things like this. Oh, it's $2,000. Well, see, that's for people who have money. That's not money. for people
0: like me. It, it's almost like reaffirming what you felt inside. Exactly. But girl, why did you keep... That's what I'm saying. Like, what, what was it that's... Because everybody wants to know. Because y- you're so uber successful and we're getting there. But I just want... What kept you going, the drive? There had to be something spiritual. There had to be something bigger than you at play there, right? Yeah. What was that? Yeah.
1: So I would go to the movies and I would just be mad that I wasn't in it. Like I would Ooh, watch it. And be like, girl,
0: oh. I love that. You're not audacity, honey. You're tenacity.
1: Listen, <laughs> I'd be like, I could do that. I, how, who taught this girl how to be in that? Because I could do that. I could if do somebody it. would just teach me how to get you. there, I could do that. Just somebody get me there. How do I get right, there? Right. It was, it was that right. And Curiosity. Then it, mm-hmm. it was, it was those little things. It was like, I see, my friend, I ran into her at a nightclub. We were dancing, hey, getting our groove on. And she's like, I'm a cheerleader for the Raiders. You should come try out. And I was like, oh, that's not really my jam. And then right around the same time, I see my other friends in this commercial. Like, what? That's Sandra in a Ross commercial? No way. And then I talked to her and I'm like, yeah, you know, I kind of want to do that, too. And she's like, okay, well, come out here and I'll help you. What? Ding, 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 ding. Now, all of a sudden, this far-fetched fantasy is feeling more like an attainable dream.
0: I call those breadcrumbs. I call those breadcrumbs. To me, it's like every single step that you have even said thus far has led you to the next step to the next step. Don't you think that that's true for all of us? I mean, it's always there in front of us for the taking. I mean, mm-hmm. what if you had not followed that, Angela? What if you had not gone and done the Raiders? What if you, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you, mm-hmm. you were an active participant in you're not knowing how to do it. But, but it's like, it, uh-huh. it was there in front of you, right?
1: Listen, when you talk about breadcrumbs, okay, here, here's an important thing. Everybody listen. In order to see the breadcrumbs that God has laid out before you, you have to be focused on your path Not your friend next to you, not the girl to the right, not the girl you follow on Instagram, not that new TikTok account, not Mm. any of that. You have to have your blinders on looking at your journey your dreams your vision fine-tuning you so that when you see that breadcrumb that God has left for you on your trail you are equipped and ready to utilize the breadcrumb that is there you're not like depleted oh no what do I do because I've been focused on homegirl over here and homegirl over here and comparing myself to them being like oh well how come her husband always gives her flowers every day it seems like she'd be posting that on Instagram my husband don't give me flowers every day oh how come this girl over here, like she just got a brand ad, like she's getting paid a lot of money just to post about this new blender that she got. Like, should I be doing that? And then you start looking left and right. What should I be doing? What should I be doing? And then you're, you're not equipped focusing Mm -hmm. on you, preparing you, whatever that looks like for you, eating right, exercising, drinking more water, meditating, just waking up early, grounding in the grass, whatever that looks like for you so that you're ready. When you see that breadcrumb, you go, oh, I know exactly what to do with this. Come with and it. And then you go, you keep going and going
0: and going until you get that next breadcrumb. I mean, that is what, I think that is what everybody wants. They want what God has for them. What mm-hmm. is for me is for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you're right. We're looking yeah. left or right. But how, you, you say that your next step was that you took a comedy class at a church. Now, mm-hmm. only in LA. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Can you take acting classes and comedy classes and hear about the Bible all in the same building? Okay. (laughs) How do you take a comedy class at a church? Exactly that. It's Hollywood.
1: (laughs) And and the church is well aware that most of the people that come here, most of this congregation is here because they want to be in the entertainment industry. Correct. So they offer classes for people that were free. It It was like their ministry. So on Tuesday Ah. nights, it was creative arts night and you could come and take a dance class, an acting class. You can take a production class and learn how to do like sound equipment. You could take a stand-up comedy class. Fantastic. Now I was in the acting class and we would do like improv games and I was funny in the improv games. And so this woman who was teaching the stand-up class saw me and she was like, hey, do you want to come take my joke writing class? And I was like, I don't know, is it free? Is it free? And she was (laughs) like, yes. and I was like okay sure.
0: you had no money
1: (laughs) listen I was on unemployment honey no no money and I had no desire to be a comedian at the time I didn't know I was funny oh okay you never thought about that okay all right. in my brain I was a dramatic actress I was about to be on Law and Order SVU like let me tell you like that's where
0: I thought I was going I didn't know I was funny
2: the extras don't do well on Law and Order SVU
0: yeah, no, they don't. <laughs> they don't make it to the next, they don't make it to the next episode. Yeah. So, so you never said, Oh my gosh, I, like you never started in comedy when you were young. You never said, Oh gosh, I'm funny. Mm-hmm. I should do jokes. Yeah. Never. Oh, no. that, yeah. that's a good point, too, everybody mm-hmm. listening.
1: My whole family is funny. Okay. My dad is funny. Okay. My siblings are hilarious. We have a hilarious text thread that we just <laughs> text each other all day long. Um, and we were all just funny with each other. So, right. I, would never have looked at that and said like, oh, I can make money off that. Oh, I could do that for a living. It was just like who we are. That's just our personality. We get it from mm. our dad. He gets it from his dad. Like that's Your just calling how it is, is always
0: hiding in plain sight.
1: Right, yeah. exactly. And so that's kind of what it was. And so I took this class and one of the very first jokes that I wrote in this class was this nail salon bit that oh, ended up Lord. blowing up my spot years later. Oh
0: my gosh. Okay, so that that is the whole nail salon bit that Mm -hmm. that it birthed that okay so tell me how that came about because i'm sure you get so sick and tired of everybody because when i saw you live it was just last year i saw you live in atlanta yeah um and you were doing it was sold out we had nosebleed Mm -hmm. seats and Mm -hmm. and you were doing you're like i'm gonna do this one more time because i mean it is probably what launched you into your career would you say Mm -hmm. the nail salon bit absolutely for sure did you know that when you wrote it no Okay, tell me how all that came about. I,
1: I grew up in San Jose. There's a huge Vietnamese population in San Jose. One of my best friends growing up, his name is Dile. His name is Daniel Lay, but we call him Delay. Um, he used to teach me Vietnamese. I would come to his house all the time and his mom would make us pho and like oh, teach me all the things. They would teach me yeah. how to say things so that I could say them to my nail salon lady when I would go get my nails done. So they would teach me a new thing and then I would go to my nail salon and I would impress them with this new phrase that I learned. Um... It was great. At one point I could just count to one hundred hundred Vietnamese. Like I was very determined. Um, and so I, I'm very good at accents. I have a, a, very quick ear. Like I can hear things and like, I'll start talking. However you're talking pretty much like you right. have a draw. I'm a, it's going to be in there. Here she comes. You know what I mean? Like here she comes. Um, and that's just how my ears work. And, um, so I would be able to do this accent very well. And then people would ask me to do it, be like, oh my gosh, do do the, do the accent, do the thing, right? And so then I became that person for my friends because it was funny. They'd be like, oh, okay. And then I would get into character and all the things. And then, so when I took this class, I remember telling the lady who who was teaching it, I was like, oh, I have this nail salon character that I can do this voice and I could do the accent really well. I think I could write a joke about it. And she was like, no, nail salon jokes are so hacky. Like everybody has a nail salon joke. I would just steer clear of nail salon jokes. And I was like, okay. I don't know if they do it the way I do it because I'm pretty good.
2: Maybe I'll just do it
1: anyway. So I did. I did it anyway. Thank God. And that was the joke that blew up my career that it was, I wrote it in my free joke writing class back in 2006. Mm. And here I am today, 2020, 2023. If I do a show and I do not do that joke, people will
0: shout it out. They will shout if it I out. Don't. They were shouting it out at the <laughs> show I went to. Oh, yeah. It is you just stepping into what God created you to do. When you say mm-hmm. your career blew up from that, did it go viral? Mm-hmm. How does a career blow up? So give people like, because you wrote it in 2006, right? And so when did yep. the blow up happen, girl? Like, give me give me the waiting period or, you know, when that happened.
1: Yes. So um, I wrote this bit. I did about 12 minutes of material in this free class. And then um, people, I still wasn't trying to be a comedian. It was just a thing that I did for fun. You just were doing it. You were just and, being you. Exactly. And then I get this call. Hey, do you want to come perform at the Ice House? Um, they're recording these. This is, again, aging myself again. Before YouTube, there were flip phones, okay? Yep. Everybody had flip phones. Yep. And you could download a comedy clip for a $1.99. Okay. Just dollar $1.99 and you could hear some comedy clips on your phone. <laughs> so they're like, if you come and do your 10 minutes of material, they'll give you 25 bucks. And wow. I was like, stop it. You're going to give me $25 for doing my jokes yes i'm on my way save my spot i'll be there so i do that i i get my 25 bucks i do my 10 minutes and they're like okay we're gonna upload this and people will download these clips for a dollar nine item verizon cell phones i'm like okay great bye i don't care and then um Uh brand new thing called youtube comes out yeah okay So now all of those clips, instead of people paying for them, because who's going to pay for comedy clips when you could get them for free on YouTube? Now they just upload them all to YouTube. So this is around the time when if you got an email from your friend and there was a video in it, you definitely watched it because that was a brand new thing to get hot. I remember with a video. It was like, what? I can watch this in my email? Hold on. Yeah. So then I start getting phone calls from people that I know. Okay. And I remember one from my cousin. She worked at the bank or somewhere. I don't remember where. And um, she called me. She was like, hey, there's this email going around at work. There's a video in it. And they sent it to me. And it was a video of you. And I was like, girl, what video? Hold on. Stand by. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> And she was like, it's this video of you doing stand up comedy and you're doing this nail salon joke and they sent it to me. She's like, but the weird thing is they didn't send it to me because they know you're my cousin. They just sent it to me like it's just going around. Everybody's sharing it. And I was like, what? That's weird. And this is MySpace days. Right. So all of a sudden my MySpace page starts blowing up. People start messaging me from all over the world. Hey, when are you coming to perform in the Philippines? When are you coming to Australia? When are you coming here? When are you coming there? All these people. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like what? I only have like 12 minutes of material. People want me to come perform. I don't know how to do this, right? And then people started finding things out about me. And they'd be like, hey, I see that you went to Lincoln High School and this year and that year, whatever. And I'm people started like researching me and oh finding out things about me. I don't know how to be a celebrity. I don't know how to be famous. Right. And so you just want to be an actress. Let me tell you, I am sitting there for hours and hours replying to every message that comes in. Lord have mercy, I girl. I don't know that you don't have to reply to every person who sends you a message. <laughs> so I am doing copy, paste, copy, paste. Thank you so much for this. Thank you so much. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic though. That's fantastic. And I, like, I have no idea what I'm doing. And then I start getting messages from people that were like, hey, I'm the assistant to the executive at CBS, at ABC, at Fox, at NBC. All these networks send their assistant to come and find me on MySpace because at that time, I didn't have an agent. Nobody knew how to get a hold of me. So they would send their assistant to MySpace to come and find me. I'm at this place in my life where I'm on unemployment, like I said. I have no job. At this point, friends is done. Friends ended and I don't have a job anymore. And um, I'm like waitressing. But then when I'm not waitressing, like if I get an audition, but when am I going to get an audition? Because I don't have an agent. It's like all those things, right? So I have no money. I'm on unemployment. And at this point, my unemployment checks had run out. So now I like literally have no income Mm. coming in. So it was at this point where everything in my life was saying, hey, you tried. You gave it a good go. No, 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 no,
0: no, 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 no. no.
1: It didn't. It didn't really work for you. This wasn't for you. That
0: was your level up moment. That was new levels, new devils. That's all that is. Uh-uh. Yeah. So... So I'm sitting here,
1: I have no money, I have no way to pay my bills, I have no way to buy groceries, so anytime <sighs> I get a phone call like, hey, we'll give you 25 bucks, I'll be like, yes, honey. Yes. So I'm at this point in my life, no unemployment checks, nothing. My sister back home in San Jose, she was sending me money sending to you money. rent. Yeah. She would send me gift certificates to the grocery store so that I would have food to eat. She was like, don't give up. Don't do it. Mm. So I had, there was two reasons why I stayed, why I didn't give up. One was my sister financing my dream. And two, I felt in my spirit, in my gut, that God was saying, I'm not done yet. He's not. I know it looks Mm -mm. a type of way. It looks like it's time to go home. But just trust me. Trust. I'm not done yet. And so I held on to the little voice saying, I'm not done yet. And I held on to that gift certificate that my sister sent me so I could go get some Top Ramen and some Cheerios. And I waited. And Mm. during this time where I have no agent, I have no opportunities in my life. I have nothing saying, hey, you're on the right track. Keep going. I have nothing like that happening. I turned this season of my life into my pursuing God with everything i had Come on time and so it became my time of to praying draw close. yeah re- draw close draw close by reading worshiping singing yeah yeah it yeah. was like it was my time to like just grow draw. I
0: have nothing else grow that's, on your on that's your growth that's your growth on he mm-hmm. was growing so you Yes, he was growing you <laughs> so that you could survive in this world of entertainment, mm-hmm. much less comedy. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. girl. Okay, fast forward. Right. So so you've, you're there. You're in that season. Fast forward to this comedy special now. I mean, you have 75 okay. million views, babe. I mean, you were on Mad so, TV. You did Bon Cui Cui, Welcome to King Burger. I mean, I remember it.
1: It was wild. So I'll... I'll finish that right there. It was two thousand seven. This video starts blowing up. Okay. I I'm like, what's going on? All these networks start calling me in for meetings. So January two thousand seven. By February, I got an agent <sighs> and a new manager. Uh, by March, April, May, like that season, I had auditioned for Mad TV. Ended up booking it for Mad TV. Um, I ended up writing more material so that I could go tour with stand up comedy. Tour. So by the end of the year, I was. Uh, headlining comedian touring the country with mm-hmm. my stand up comedy from January 2007, where I had nothing to my name, to the end of the year, where I was on a hit television show called Mad TV and I was Crying. touring the country as a headlining comedian. My life had completely changed. So from that in 2007 to today, 2023, I have six one-hour specials. I've had a special on Netflix. I've had a special on Comedy Central. I've had a special on networks that aren't even, you know, working anymore. Um, I've had specials anywhere. You can Google them and find them. There's six-hour specials. And this one that I just did... It's amazing. ...was... uh, Thank you. It was my first time self-producing, self-financing my own special. We filmed it at the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee, which has been... Uh, hosted such legends as Johnny Cash, Dolly right. Parton, Parton, Elvis Presley, and then they let us riff raff come in there and tell some jokes, <laughs> and so we filmed it. I, I said, you know what? I'm going to take this special back to the platform that started off Absolutely. my career for me. Yep. And I put it on YouTube for free for all the fans. And it's my way of saying thank you for writing with me for so long. Thank you for coming to my shows after all these years. Thank you for still caring about the things that I say and the things that I talk about. Here's my hour special. I invested in it. I had so much fun writing this material, touring this material. Here it is for you. Share it with your friends and family and
0: enjoy. Okay, well, we want you to enjoy too. We have a clip, can we listen to it real quick, Angela? Yep, here's a clip. Listen to this clip, I love it.
1: And then somebody told me this, they were like, hey, when people say bless your heart, they can mean it in a good way or a bad way. And I was like, what? Like how you do a bad bless? And they're like, no, trust me, sometimes that's not what they mean. <laughs> so now, anytime somebody tells me, bless your heart, just to be safe, I reply with, bless your heart. <laughs> yeah, I wish you would bless my heart. Bless it again, <laughs> go ahead.
0: Absolutely is, and as a true Southerner who says "bless your heart" all the time in many different ways, I completely a
2: thousand percent agree with that. She <laughs> says it to me, Angela, and I never know how to take it. I yeah.
0: just, uh-huh. I, I'm always uh-huh. confused
2: as not a Southerner. Yeah, I don't know.
0: You take it with one squinted eye. like, yeah. well, this is like uh, is she getting ready to mm-hmm. knife me? No, I mean seriously, you have come so far and so long, and now you're almost. When you say you're kind of entrepreneurial too. I mean, with, with financing it yourself, putting it out Mm -hmm. to, I mean, to me, that's where it's at these days now. Anyway, like Mm -hmm. tell me this experience, what it's been like, like this show in particular, because I've seen it live. So this show, tell me what it has meant to you to come full circle right now. So, um, one,
1: it's, you have to take a big risk on yourself to finance something like this. We, this was big budget. This, it's beautiful. You've already seen it, but for those who haven't seen it, it's stunning. We went all out. We, I didn't want this to be like the cheap version of something that Netflix would do or HBO would do. Like I want this to be right on par with excellence. I want to create excellence and put that out there. So I need to invest in myself and take a risk on myself in the same way I started at the Raiderettes audition. I need to take a risk on myself. Mm. And so that's what I did with this special. I took a risk on myself and I said, I'm going to put it out there. This is something my husband taught me a long time ago when we first got married. He would say like, yes, you, you can ask God to bless things for you, but you you have to give him something to bless. Like you do the work, Woo! create it, it out there, and then give it to God and say, God bless this. But what was he going to bless if you don't do and put it? You it? to do your you part. I mean?
0: You got to do your part. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Faith without works is dead. It's I dead. heard somebody say. Uh-huh. So uh, we did the work and asked God to bless it. And we just put it out in into the interwebs and said, okay, Lord, do what you do. I pray that it grows my fan base. I pray, I pray that it grows oh, it me globally that I get to travel globally with my family, with my daughter and show her the world that (sighs) that comedy has opened this door for me, that joy that I get to be medicine for people because laughter is medicine. And so I get to come and bring medicine to all these different cities that I go to. The fact that I get to be medicine and show my daughter that let's go do that, like open those doors globally, open those doors for like TV shows and movies and all those projects. Like that's, what I was praying and hoping for in this investment in myself in the same Mm. way that Raiderett's popped me off in the same way that nail salon video popped me off. I'm praying that this special does something even more powerful in my life and my career by the faith, the work and the investment that I put into it.
0: I'm going to tell you, it's you are just beginning. You're just beginning everybody right now, really, really quickly go check out this special on YouTube. Now, Angela, before you leave, because I know you have to go, but I want i want to do this thing I do with every single person that comes on the show. We do what we call rapid-fire questions. And I have okay. such hope and faith in you, okay? <laughs> rapid-fire questions. We want rapid-fire what comes up comes out, okay? First thing comes, comes to right. your mind. All right, here we go. What uh, job would you absolutely be horrible at?
1: Uh waitress i was when i did it and i would be horrible again if i did it again
0: okay um there is an empty 20 foot wall in front of you what do Mm -hmm. you graffiti on the wall
1: oh um i would probably do that letter s that we used to do in high school with the lines and then you connect them for what you're not ever spelling anything with the s it's just an s that you. it's just an
0: s it's just it's just a symbol the symbol.
1: I would let it show my age. It would be like, this
0: is Girl, how old I am. That's such right? a good answer. It's such a good answer. <laughs>
2: that's like a um, flashback, like a strong flashback. Sorry. It's just, just a str- well, No, I've had that. it. I had it's it really when she
0: said it. That's what makes her good at writing. Okay. What fortune cookie saying best describes you? Mm. Uh all your dreams will come true. Oh, I love that okay fill in the blank i discovered blank before it was cool oh uh
1: i discovered blank before it was cool um i discovered loungewear before it was cool
0: (laughs) excellent oh my gosh that is so excellent (laughs) (laughs) i discovered loungewear before it was cool (laughs) because that's all the kids wear now i mean they don't even wear bras Mm -hmm. anymore okay here we go What's one thing about you that sounds fake but is a hundred percent true? Um, I don't speak Spanish. What? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the best answer ever. Okay, what's on the top of your bucket list? Top
1: of my bucket list. Okay, I always say travel. Mm-hmm. But then I travel for a living so right. that anytime I get the opportunity to travel, I'm like, I don't want to travel. I want to stay home. I right. travel for, you know what I mean? So I, I say travel, like I want to go to Thailand. I want to go to Vietnam. I want to go have my eat, pray, love, you know, go just travel. Eat every and pasta
0: like, dish on the planet. That's yes. what I'm
1: seeing, have a good glass of wine. And like, I want to do all that thing. But then that means actually I actually have to like plan and do right. it. Right. And
0: I'm like, Oh, I'm exhausted. I'll just stay home. <laughs> So you just want someone to pay for it and plan it and then you'll go. Oh, that would be Done. amazing. All right. That would be just, amazing. We'll, we'll hook you and up with that. Me, He'll if do that. You, if
1: somebody can only borrow their private jet, that would be great too. Because, yes. Listen, and take me layovers, with you.
0: Just, yes. you just, no checking luggage, no like pat downs, none of that. Okay. Uh-uh. Um, what is the ideal way to spend 30 minutes for you? Laying down, watching Law & Order SVU. Oh uh, God, yeah, right? Just like incessantly, mm-hmm. just back to back to back to back. Mm-hmm. What is yes. your go-to favorite movie? The Wizard of Oz. Okay. Uh, you're so Dorothy. Um, <laughs> if you could instantly earn, learn anything, what would it be? Spanish. Okay. I was going to say, <laughs> that was the easy one. We gave you that one. <laughs> what okay. is the nastiest thing you've ever eaten? Oh. Oh.
1: um, Shoot. I don't know. Uh, like... Oyster. I don't like oyster. The texture okay. in my mouth. I don't Oysters know. are
0: nasty, especially if they're just yeah. steamed. Yeah,
1: I yeah, get yeah, that. Yeah. Favorite junk food? flaming Hot Cheetos.
0: Dang, girl. I can't eat, but like, it's a good answer. But you don't get the indigestion and the heartburn and all that going on right there? I mean, I probably do, but it's worth it to me. It's worth it. Okay, <laughs> it's worth it. Now, what's your favorite drink? Because, you know, you can't just eat those. You got to have that drink. What's the favorite drink to go right with it?
1: Um, I I love soda water. I don't I don't drink soda with actual. Uh, You don't do a Coca Cola with that. I I love. mm -hmm, I gotta do the bubble waters. Just plain bubble
0: water. I love it. Well, at least it gives you a little something something to wash it down with. Who's your celebrity crush? Mm -hmm. Bruno Mars. Ooh, he's hot, right? It's a good one. I love Bruno Mars. Don't you think he's a modern? I know. Just mm
1: -hmm. ooh, there he goes. Oh, but don't you think he's the
0: modern day prince? Don't you think he's the the new prince? Oh yeah, God, I mean, love me some Bernard Mars.
1: Somebody's gonna hate me for agreeing with that, but yeah,
0: yeah. Oh well, I, who cares if they hate you? I'm in full agreement with you. That's okay. I totally agree with you on that. Okay, what is the next big thing for you that you're speaking into existence? Ooh, my multicam sitcom. What is that? What is that? What is that? What's a multicam sitcom? It's like,
1: so, the difference between a multicam and a, a single cam is like Modern Family is a mm-hmm. single cam show. Friends is a multi-cam show. Multi-cam's Friends, Will and Grace, Seinfeld. Oh they're on a yeah. stage. It's
2: like one set or a couple okay. sets. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It's on a soundstage. That, and what it's would in it be called? Live
2: studio audience.
0: Live studio audience. What would your sitcom be called? Let's go ahead and we're, we're bringing this into existence right now together.
1: hmm Well... Before I took my husband's last name as Reyes, I was just Johnson. And so my show is going to be called Los Johnsons. Um But now I took on Reyes. So I don't know. That's a good one. I got to start naming it
0: name so it.
1: that I can visualize it. Name it and claim but, it. Name it my sitcom. I got to think about that one.
0: Okay. Well, if you have it. When, oh, no, 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 no. When you have it.
1: Please Mm -hmm. let me be the
0: bless your heart Southerner. That's the extra on the show, please. Oh my my God. It's happening. It's happening. happening. I can see. I visualize that. I'll be the Southern neighbor that brings over your casserole when you move into the neighborhood. And then I hand it to you and I say, bless your heart. And I'll walk off. I love it it so much. I'll walk on. I love it so much. I love you, girl. Thank you for coming on. You are a light. You are a talent. And you are an inspiration to everyone who dreams big. I love you, girl. Honey, y'all go check it out check out her comedy special on youtube like follow and just get that get that shot of joy that she only angela can bring to you and do it now we love you girl come back and be with us you know what i mean angela is such a person of depth she is You know, she has, she's hilarious. You know that. I mean, but Zach, her story and her journey on how she is where she is, isn't that just, I love her God messaging. I love how she followed the breadcrumbs, Zach. I love how one thing led to the next and now she's not even done. She's on to the next. And I think that's what we want to do with the show. We want all of you guys to be thinking about your calling, your dream, your life in a fresh new way.
2: Right. I mean, who doesn't remember the nail salon bit? I mean, it's hilarious. (laughs) It's so funny how much like that one thing that that is just so relatable can like change your whole life. Right.
0: Well, she said she didn't even think she was funny. Remember, she's like, I didn't even know.
2: And I I say this all the time. I say this all the time. Your calling
0: has always been with you and we take it for granted. That's why we don't recognize it.
2: You know, well, it's funny. It, it reminds me of some of the folks like you coach and you talk to, and and we right. get like letters from because it's yeah. like I know I'm like set for something more. I just don't know what it is. You know, you haven't identified it yet, but you're kind of you're following those breadcrumbs, right. and you know it will click one day, right? It will click.
0: And I will I, tell you, I I think I said this in the, in the episode. I said this to Angela. you your calling, your purpose, your talents, your giftings were hiding in plain sight. And I want to tell you that right now. I want to leave you with that. I mean, listen to the interview with Angela John because we love her, Bon Cui, Cui Crystal Nail Jail, we love all that. But more importantly, she was, she was really downloading us all on how she followed the breadcrumbs and how her calling and her main purpose in life was hiding in plain sight. She took it for granted. She didn't even know that's what she had until it made itself known. So whatever your calling and purpose is, is it hiding in plain sight? Is it something that you take for granted that comes very easily to you that you never thought of? And if that's the case, get busy following those breadcrumbs. We love you so much, Zach. I told you Angela was going to be fire. I knew she was going to be fantastic. You,
2: I'm so glad we got her on the show. Me She's too. so much fun. So I'm going to say it.
0: I love it. Yep. Hope you did. Now, review. Review, like, and share and tell people about the Kim Gravel Show. Until next time,
2: I'm Kim. I'm Zach. And we love you. Bye. Bless your heart. (laughs) Red light is on. Red light is on. All right. That's recording. Hey, we're making a podcast. And we'll review your room. I love it. There you go. That's it. I have my backup. I got your backup for the backup. I like how she says it like an insult. Bless your heart. You know what? Bless your heart. No, no, bless your heart. Yeah. No, bless your heart. Bless your heart. Yeah.
0: The Kim Gravel Show is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Our associate producer is Kathleen Grant, the brunette exec. Production help from Emily Breeden and Sarah Noto. Our cover art is designed by Sanaz at Mamarian Creative and Mike Kligerman edits the show. And a special thanks to the team at QVC. Head over to thekimgravelshow.com and sign up for our mailing list. Again, we can't do this without you, so thank you for listening, and we love you.